0: sunday seventeenth of december two thousand and seventeen flowers yes but hold the christmas dinner my lovely hydrangea is blooming it's the first time that it's flowered since i bought it thank goodness it has finally taken though it's not very big it looks promising the poor thing has been moved five or six times though it could even be seven so I should jolly well think myself darn lucky it's growing at all. It rained for two days in a row, and I've been watering it quite a bit. So I'm pleased it's flowered, though it has changed from blue to pink. I went to visit my Nan's house, which is just around the corner, to get a cutting. Nan grew different shades of hydrangea on both sides of her long drive, and I was disappointed to find barely anything, let alone roses, hydrangea, and other flowers and trees that she'd planted. I can see the two-storied house next to where Nan and Pa's house used to be from my kitchen window and the back patio. It was burnt down, though no one was injured. Strangely, my paternal grandmother's house also burnt down, But there was a fatality. That was awful for the tenant and my father's family, and it was a terrible end to my grandparents' home. My nan's house was a soft peach, and my mum's was a soft pink. I think pink may have been her favourite colour, though I'm guessing I don't actually know. She had a few pink tops and dresses made for special occasions. I was cleaning the front room's windows and spoke with my neighbour. He was pleased to see me. He worked six days a week and asked if I minded if he planted roses on my side of the fence before Christmas. I wanted to say knock yourself out, but thanked him instead. i planted new grass and 500 odd plants last autumn and hoped for continuous blooms throughout summer but the sun has scorched the lawns and i've had to water the gardens nightly a large round concrete water tank in the backyard with a sizeable wooden and tool shed beneath it was built to supply the house with water in 1940 and i was going to have it knocked down but one of my nephews tiffa's namesake actually said hey auntie you could put your spar under that and use the tank for it and your garden. And I could cover it with rambling roses and grapes, I added. Yeah, I guess, he said. I have yet to do that, and the rose cuttings that I put into small pieces of potato for it have disappeared, and I've got a lovely potato patch where the roses were supposed to be. My sisters' sons picked up their sister earlier and saw the changes on the house, they live in another town and came through to do some Christmas shopping. We haven't seen each other for a couple of years. They work six days too and I've been ill. My sister invited me to the farm for Christmas and a couple of friends and my new neighbour also asked me what I was doing for Christmas. But it all gets a bit much for me and I actually find it easier to stay at home i love christmas and christmas carols and seeing family and friends but i do not enjoy loud noises or the smell of food and people tire me out christmas can become a bit of a chore to enjoy when you're not well i am not the lonely type and skipped a couple of christmases with the family when my mother was alive i went hiking in the south island one year and up north another year, and didn't miss Christmas one bit. There is a part of me that prefers not to spend Christmas with families, because as a single woman, they're not my family. Though I'm naturally hospitable, and love having friends and family drop in, I can go without it all. I enjoy the festive season's food and buy ham for Christmas with desserts, mince pies and Christmas cake and always have a turkey dinner for New Year's with friends. I was too tired and sore to go to church today and got up when I heard my sister and her family and had a coffee with them but fell asleep again soon after they left and did not wake for some hours after they returned. They let me sleep. I do prefer to be at home. I mind my own business, and I can rest or work, and I am happy for other people to enjoy Christmas with their family without me. Monday, eighteenth of December, two thousand and seventeen. The gift of kindness at Christmas time. I am so aware of the excesses of the season and can't help but want to do more for others. Christmas is about the gift of Christ to mankind, and whether intentionally or not, we celebrate his birth every year. I like giving and receiving gifts. It is generosity and action. But I am so aware of those who are on the margins of society, and may receive little or nothing, and I want to get more involved with giving to them. I was watching a program recently and saw a surgeon who goes to relieve doctors in countries where they have no one so that the doctors can go back to their home countries for a break. They showed a young boy who was in desperate ill health transformed from a 20-minute operation and my heart felt so uplifted by the meaningful purpose of that surgeon's life. I want to get involved. I saw another program recently where teams of people from around the world go in search of sex traffic slavery and hunt them down to release the young girls who have been forced into that lifestyle. How exhilaratingly purposeful and kind and good those people are to take action in such a dangerous mission. I believe that children should be allowed to be children and so many of them have not had that choice. When I was a teenager, I thought I wanted to be involved in an orphanage, but truthfully, I am not a very good practical choice for their daily care, I think. Over the years I've been on the fringe of involvement with some mission work with the underprivileged and poor, but I don't think my involvement has been enough. There is so much to do in such need in many countries let alone my own country and the scope of it seems beyond my capabilities the other night i was finishing off some last minute touches to the windows in the front room i was getting ready to hang the curtains and heard shuffling from across the road i looked across and saw a woman walking on the road i was worried when a car drove towards her "'and held my breath until she shuffled off the road "'and got back onto the footpath. "'I called out to her. "'Are you all right? "'Hello? "'Are you okay?' "'She did not acknowledge me, "'but the window was wide open, "'and with the light shining in the room, "'I stood out, "'and my voice carried clearly on the night air. "'I could not think of how I was disturbing my neighbours. "'I could only think of her.' and I could not let her go past my house if she was in trouble. It was a little after midnight, and I should have been in bed, but I could not go safely to my bed if a woman like this had no option for safety herself but to roam the street. I know the issues of taking strangers in, but where would we be if we didn't take some risks? And I could not ignore this woman, not this close to my front door. I could not. I remember in one country I visited, the nunnery come house that we were staying in was possibly the cleanest place I have ever been in. It was built as a fortress centuries ago and had thick walls and huge 30 or 40 foot high thick wooden gates. They also had a curfew. And if you were out late and had not made arrangements with them, paid for or not, you ran the risk of being locked out. It was a dangerous time and there were soldiers with guns crisscrossed with ammunition belts, over their chests on every street corner. You couldn't go anywhere without banging into them. My friend and I would head for the nunnery at dusk because nightfall fell quickly and it was very dangerous for women to be out at night. I remember passing women with infants on the streets and some of them had nowhere to go. I'm a light sleeper, and the nuns kept a few windows high up near the vaulted ceilings open at night, and I could hear what was happening outside. I cried many of those nights because of the sounds that I heard, and could not eat most days because it was so upsetting. I've never forgotten it. It tempers my excesses these many years afterwards, and I want to get involved with rescue work my bad behaviour and selfish ways are exposed fully in light of the life of others like the woman shuffling past on my street my street this is christmas time and if i cannot think of others like her because of the festivities i am of little worth to anyone would that I could do more But if taking a moment to offer a few words of kindness to a stranger can be of any help, then it should be easy for me to do on the eve of Christmas. Please, if you can offer the gift of kindness to anyone at this time, would you? It may be the only gift that they receive for Christmas.